welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll. And tonight, you already know, I'm joined by my very good friends. First of all, we have Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy. We also have Anthony Amato, the one and only Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato. And we got my boy, Tyler Sweat, T-Sweat, back in the building. Gentlemen, so good to see y'all. We, uh, we just did a podcast covering the finale of Miss Marvel. That was awesome. Go check that out. We decided we want to do one more podcast this week. We were having a fun discussion at the end of that podcast that is leading right into this discussion for this podcast, this episode. And uh, we're going to be talking about Marvel's next big saga. So, uh, big shout out to all of our listeners for tuning in. We really appreciate you guys joining uh, join us on this fun discussion. Uh, please share the podcast with all your friends and uh, yeah, help us to grow. Gentlemen, are y'all ready to talk some Marvel again? Uh, again? I mean, we never talk Marvel on this show. Never. Well, this <laughs> so, is the first no. time we've ever talked about yeah. Marvel it's, it's on a, this podcast. It's a breath of fresh air, uh, truthfully. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we heard the cries of our fans. <laughs> right. And we decided, you know what? We should probably talk about Marvel just a little bit more. So, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's do this. Um, again, we, we began this conversation at the finale of the finale review for Miss Marvel. That's a mouthful. So uh, there'll, there'll be spoilers. Spoilers for Miss Marvel. Um, and everything else. And everything else. <laughs> yep. Uh, do not proceed unless you are caught up on everything. Um, so, it is, so, uh, pa- so pause the podcast here. Yes. Go watch all 29 properties yep. movie wise right. and yep. all then the shows, watch all the shows including it, Thor, it actually adds Thor up to over a hundred hours all the over Netflix, hours. Yeah. all the marvel one shots yep all the netflix shows yeah all Everything. the hulu mm-hmm. shows yeah i want you to go watch runaways okay yeah if you're gonna listen to this <laughs> and cloak and dagger too cloak and dagger yeah. as well. mm-hmm. right okay. you got to watch team daryl <laughs> team yeah t- seriously team daryl seriously yeah. legit right all right honestly but at the very least go watch thor love and thunder and miss marvel <laughs> All right, pause All right. here. Pause here. Okay, so you've been warned. Um, Welcome back for those well, of you who, uh, <laughs> who paused and a week later came watch, back. Yeah. Uh, There's nobody out there who we, paused. We missed you for the last, <laughs> for the last week. All right, listen, listen here. Um, real briefly, sagas are important in Marvel because, well, I mean, we've only really had one, uh, but it was epic. It was unlike yes. anything else in the history of cinema. entertainment. Yeah. Cinema, yeah. A decade plus in the making. Correct. The Infinity Saga with Thanos chasing after the Infinity Stones might not ever be topped in terms of a saga in all Mm. of in all of entertainment history. Or will it? Or will it? Maybe. Kevin Feige has recently had a quote where he talked about Marvel's next big saga. Sweat, would you actually read that for us? Yes, yeah, so this was in relationship to the recent release of Thor. Um, it was in a, a interview that he did during that release. And here's the quote from the, the Hatman himself. He said, as we are nearing the end of phase four, I think people will start to see where the next saga is going. He continues, I think there have been many clues already that are at least apparent to me of where the whole saga is going. But we... We'll see a little, or we will be a little more direct about that in the coming months to set the plan so audiences who want to see the bigger picture can see a tiny, tiny, tiny bit more of the roadmap. Hmm. All right. There's lots there's of a, there's, in there. Yeah, there's thing, a lot yeah, to First thing that catches my ear is he says, as we are nearing the end of phase four. 
Yeah. Which I, I didn't know. Um, I, I wasn't sure what all was going to constitute phase four. Um, but uh, I'm surprised. I don't know if you guys are shocked that we're like nearing the end of, of that phase or what he, I don't know what he means by that. Well, I mean, if you think about what we've seen through phase one and phase two, which has been primarily all movies, right? But if you think about the amount of hours that these shows are contributing to the entire storyline of MCU, it's, it's, it's actually adding on a lot. So, like, hour-wise, I think we are above where phases one oh, yeah, we and two individually. Yeah. Yeah. Just total content. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but as, in, as far as true. content goes. In, but it hasn't actually, like built to anything correct right. they're all they all right. kind of seem sporadic correct yeah. phase three had nine movies yeah okay there were mm. some one shots and some things that were part of that but they didn't have shows that interacted with the movies in the way that we have now right yeah correct correct and the one shots weren't even consistently through those nine correct movies. and only like maybe only in, recently on disney plus when you go to disney plus do you see the one shots even really like emphasized in chronological yeah, order exactly exactly you know yeah. so well, I think another thing is like, okay, so we still got like what at least three mo- more movies. I think that's part of it, you know, is that we're I believe so, yeah. That there are still at least three more movies to be released. So the idea of it coming to an end and feels three more shows, shorter. I believe. Yeah, that that, yeah. that too. But I think it also feels shorter because we're only probably halfway through it. But well, it's all gonna be done shows, probably within a year. Shows and movies combined, we are twelve properties into Phase Four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which oh. in a year and a half. Yeah. So I, I, yeah. I yeah. just feel like it's in, in. I feel like it just feels like we're so we're not probably as what halfway done. You think? I think so. Uh, With phase four. I think we are halfway. Well, okay. I, I wonder what distinguishes phase I, I, four I think, from I, phase I think, five. I think we're two thirds of the way through. We'll see. That's what really, we're wondering. really. I'm wondering what's in his mind when he says nearing the end of phase. Like, are we are we getting to Quantumania? Is that going to mark an end? Because I, I feel like that's kind of a bigger a bigger film property. Because if we're if we're looking at trends based like, on. Jonathan Major's Kang character, right? Is right. That what you're talking about? Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, okay. I, I think you know when when we started this whole thing, Phase One built up to the the original Avengers event, movie. them coming together, the coming yeah. together. Um, so I, I don't think we have a clear idea of what the end of Phase Four is going to look like in that sense. Um, but yeah, so that that's kind of got me curious when he says, "You know, nearing the end of Phase four because we haven't really seen. What because there's been so many pieces. What is this building toward? Yeah, um, and right. maybe maybe that's what he means by it. this. Might just be an intermediate kind of so setting up pieces that will become whatever the next saga is. Maybe we haven't seen the next saga yet. A little bit, a little bit more context that isn't necessarily for the three of you, more so for our listeners. Remember that the Infinity Saga took place over the ca- over the course of three phases. The first three phases of Marvel. Yeah, right, right. Phase one had six movies in it, and really, you didn't. I don't think anybody interpreted like the Tesseract and Loki's staff at the time to be Infinity Stones, right? Right. It wasn't until we saw Thanos at the end of Avengers, the very last image of Phase One, where we were like, oh. Okay, so maybe they're going to incorporate the Infinity Stones. And then people started to think, like, okay, the Tesseract might be the Space Stone because it's used to, like, teleport, right? Right, yeah. Okay, so mm-hmm. I say that for some context for our listeners because if, if, if Feige is – what he's saying is true. If we are nearing the end of Phase 4, maybe there is something at the end of Phase 4 leading into Phase 5 that clearly distinguishes a big bad villain or a – 
Thanos level threat. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Like yeah. we've we've been privileged like as Marvel fans to um, watch this unfold. I mean, yes, we got the entirety of Phase One, and it revealed the big villain. And then yeah. we went through the entirety of Phase Two, and they just built upon that villain. And then we went through Phase Three, and we got that big villain. Right. So. I mean, as Marvel fans, we kind of expect all of that, but sooner now, yeah. since now True. that Thanos came to an end. Um, yeah. But if we need, we, we kind of need to check ourselves and be like, okay, we may not get a big, big bad villain until Phase Six, like it's In, it's, Infinity War, it's, where Thanos. True, like he showed up in Guardians, yes, and he showed up in some post credit scenes. Yeah. But Infinity War is yeah. where he showed really came through. Right, right. was two thousand and eighteen. Yeah. That's 10 years. Well, well, no, no, no. Actually, it's six years from when he showed up at the end of Avengers. Okay, yeah. 20, well, yeah. Still, well, 10 six years, years yeah, yeah, yeah. from the beginning of the MCU. But 10 years from the beginning of the Right, yeah, but again, Iron Man, but again yeah. if you're going to... Like I said... From storyline-wise, yeah. yes. But yeah. The, the point is, I'm, I'm kind of... That's a small little argument you're there. But the point... The, yeah. I am, but the point is... You're talking six about... Years, but six years to 10 years... Look. Hold on, yeah, true. Let me get my point out. Six years and 10 years is still a long time. Yes, it is. Yes, yes. The point is, regardless, the point is, it's been a year and a half for Phase Four. Everyone, including myself, little antsy. Then you read all these little articles. You're like, has Marvel lost their edge? Yeah, yeah. And I think, and look, I've been critical at times in Phase Four, especially some of these Disney Plus shows. Black Widow didn't really do it for me. Correct. Uh, Eternals, don't get me started. And even (laughs) Multiverse of Madness and Thor: Love and Thunder both were underwhelming. So, like, I think some of the quality for me has been frustrating. I'm not necessarily upset that they haven't given us a clear indication of the direction. Yeah. Because I, I can see the long so game, do you, and I'm fine. Do you feel like the quality that you're talking about is is kind of a, a little, uh, I don't know, covered? Like, you're... Because, well, because... Veiled. Yeah, veiled, because... Like Iron Man, when it came onto the scene, it was kind of like a, oh hey, here's Iron Man. Oh wait a minute, it's amazing, it's incredible, right? Like, but now we have that expectation of amazing and incredible that these movies aren't living up to the unrealistic expectations that you've kind of set for yourself based on something new that came on the scene in Marvel Studios creation. Like it wasn't a Disney property yeah. when it first came in; it was Marvel Studios' first. Um, first venture out as right. being its own entity, and they said, "You know what? We're we have full control of the character, full control of the direction, and and, and it produced Iron Man, a, a fantastic movie, plucking an actor out of uh what should have been a career-ending uh, uh, uh event that happened in his life with like the cocaine and the drugs yeah. and all that kind of stuff, and it created this whole new world. Right? Are we taking that same uh new like on the scene thing and like expecting it to replicate as something mm. new here in this phase four. Like, I feel like are we as the audience, the, the problem here, I think it's almost reverse of that because uh, you know, nobody knew what, when we saw, you know, Robert A. Jr. Put on the Iron Man suit, right? Yeah. What that would become. But now since we have the context of that became infinity war and Endgame. Yeah. Like now we're thinking, what is this going to become automatically? We're not appreciating things for what they are. Yeah. The yeah. build. You're not the appreciating b- the buildup. Or, yeah. or, I mean, I think even at that point, nobody expected a buildup, but now we expect a buildup. And so we're seeing, Oh, there's a reference yeah. to mutants. Is that going to be the next thing? Oh, yeah. we see a reference to 
Kang in the multiverse. Is that going to be the next thing? Yeah. We're we're already replacing, I guess, like a a, a wager on. Oh, this is going to be the next saga, the next big bad, yeah. the next thing. And really, I mean, maybe that's they're playing that hand. They're saying yeah. we've got so much stuff we can no, play with. Nobody expected. You don't know where we're going with it. Nobody expected a Nick Fury post credit scene talking about the Avengers, Avengers. Initiative at the yeah. end of Iron Man in right. 2008. That right. seemed yeah. like an ins- insane thing. Yeah. Like when you, and when, yeah. The concept. The concept alone and, and is like unheard when of. When you at saw that it, you were also like, okay, yeah, sure. Like yeah. it was also kind of like that idea where it was like, that's really cool, but it's also like not, you can't pull yeah, that you're off. Not gonna be yeah, able there's to do no it. way. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> there is that. And I do think there is this uh, what you guys are trying to get at is we're seeing these movies as pieces of a puzzle right. rather than their own puzzle in their own right. So, you know, so they, they, they aren't being as you don't get as much credit because like, mm-hmm. you know, like this is like the this is the corner piece of the puzzle is really what we're right. seeing it as that instead of like okay it is its own puzzle it is its own story in its own right and it mm-hmm. it deserves to you know be seen in that way in a lot of ways like let them tell it like right. they haven't specified the timeline they're gonna tell that story like so let them tell that yeah. story rather than being so critical and jumping down the throats of yeah. making every, every decision that they make we're like we're criticizing right then and there but like let them tell their freaking story you know what the problem is yeah you asked me if if we're the problem yeah. The Marvel fan base is starting to look a lot like the Star Wars Ooh, fan base. I, yeah. yeah. Oh man. Where yeah. no matter what you do, somebody's not happy. Mm. Yeah. And and you know what? In fairness, I'm guilty of it too. And I hate the Star Wars fan base because <laughs> I've been critical of the Star Wars uh, fan base for so long because mm. they're so many of them are are moody. But guess what? Look at me complaining about Thor: Love and Thunder. Look at me complaining about Multiverse of Madness because. I'm not getting everything that I want in those movies. And like yeah, Shimada mm-hmm. said, instead of a instead of appreciating the movie for what it is, I'm like, well, dang it, where's the, where's the connection to the rest yeah. of it? You know? Yeah. yeah. What's All, the big picture? Although, yeah. like, I think with this particular medium, like we were, I think I referenced this in the last the other podcast. With comic books, you can have different writers, different runs, same characters, but different takes on those characters kind of a reset but like an understanding of like okay it's a reset but it's a continuation yeah it's a continuation or it's a totally new take within the movies it feels like okay this is just the direction that they're going with the mcu you have a one shot with this character you got one shot they're not going to be different runs there's not going to be another thor movie that's that's a parallel story or another take on it like we got what we got yeah or an independent like standalone yeah standalone yeah separate from the actual canon so the medium adds more risk and more stakes with what they're putting out you're right you're right but i think that within that there's kind of this you know the, the overall question my thing is within these more recent properties we are getting bigger and bigger pieces of marvel lore um, and so it's hard for me to imagine how much bigger they could go. Right. So like we've gotten the watchers, we've gotten, you know, again, spoilers for, if you haven't seen Thor, we, but we've gotten like eternity and even within his like little, um, the cathedral or wherever they were in, there were other big characters like death and infinity and mm-hmm. the, the, uh, living tribunal, like all these yeah. bigger characters that have gotten a lot of, talk and a lot of different views like i mean the living tribunal has been in the last few properties it's true yeah like are we we gonna are we gonna get more from that just a little shout out even even the celestials and eternals celestials eternal like so so that's why i'm thinking 
you know, okay, there, there's a lot of big pieces on the table. A lot of moving parts. A lot of moving parts. Mm-hmm. What's the singular direction? So yeah. it is Galactus. Could yeah. be. Well, that's Honestly, what I'm wondering. How much it bigger? Could be. How really much could. bigger I mean, could they go? With, with how much what they've been talking about with, you know, it seems like Fantastic Four is one of the properties that they're really, I mean, it could be like them re, re-reaching out with that and uh, Galactus's connection there um, with that kind of stuff. But I, I think also one of the things that is happening is Everything that they're being put that they're putting out is being so scrutinized at the moment to yeah. the mo- most minute detail. Again, whereas, Star Wars, just like Star Wars. Yeah, like yeah. whereas yeah. to tell you truthfully, in a large chunk of of Phase One, there was a little bit of like a laissez faire type of attitude about <laughs> things that were like if there was some we might continuity issue yeah. or things like that. Sure, sure. You know, you're like, oh, it's okay. Sure. Like, you know, where everything yeah. now, like every reference, every word of dialogue has to hold weight. All, all Marvel, you know? okay. I was going to say, Marvel hit home runs on every movie in, since like, for the most part, Dark since, World. since Age of okay. Ultron. Okay. Well. You said since? since Age oh, from, okay. from okay. after Age yeah. of Ultron, yeah. Ant-Man okay. came out. Yeah. yeah. From that point on. Almost everybody agrees, like, yeah. yeah even, I think that's fair. Even Captain Marvel was the lowest rated movie in mm-hmm. that span, but it was still like, yeah, pretty good movie. Yeah. Not to mention the um, the amount of was, absolute bangers. Was Iron Man 3 before or after? Bef- before. Okay, before. thank goodness. Yes. That movie blows. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. what I'm saying. Everything yeah. after Age of Ultron, which was 2015. So you're talking from the middle of 2015 all the way through uh, 2019. Yeah. We're talking four years mm-hmm. of amazing movies that all compounded and built. Yeah. And we want that again because yeah. we're spoiled well, and we're we are yeah. um, I'll tell you what though, I, I almost I was on the edge of being okay with like, okay, maybe there's not one storyline. Maybe there are multiple things they're setting up and they're just gonna run with it. Mm-hmm. But kind of like comic books. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we got the we got the little mutants hint and we got the mm-hmm. you know, all these different little things that are gonna start running yeah. out. But now we've got from the Hatman himself, there's gonna be this next overarching saga. So it kind of drew me back into yeah. the Okay, well, what's the what's the dominant storyline? But it kind of gives me flashbacks to the conversations we've had about all of these uh, Disney Plus stories. Right. It's like, okay, now there's so many pieces on the table. How are they going to bring it together? Are mm-hmm. some things going to be downplayed? Are some things going to be overplayed? Like, are we, and you know, it kind of gives me you know kind of questions of are they going to treat things like the mutants with the weight that we right. think they should if it's not fitting into the overarching story? Yeah. Well, I think his comments. Uh, I, he's very strategic with his comments. I mean, the, the fact that he said it will be revealed soon, like in the coming months, right? Um, and then literally a week later, Miss Marvel drops the massive spoiler uh, line of mutation slash yeah. with, with the, playing the X-Men mutant oh, yeah. theme so song. So they, they were clear. Yeah, on like they were 100% clear on the mutant. Yeah, their intention of, of that. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. yes. The, I mean, we ha- currently we have in our mind before those words are dropped of mutation, right? Like uh, we have like the idea of Kang being the big, big bad, but then they dropped the mutation line. And then like T-Roll mentioned at the end of the last podcast that it could be the mutants as, as potentially the next big storyline. But like, I mean, I still think Kang is going to be the big bad, but like if the mutants and diving into that storyline is going to, to be what it takes to 
build a bigger Kang story, then great. I'm fine with that. Let's let's dive deeper into that one as well. Like the, the mutants, I think, are going to contribute to yeah. a large portion well, of the big saga. And I'm, again, I, I put the pebble in your shoe about mm-hmm. X-Men, and it wasn't me trying to say for sure, but again, mm-hmm. you even off the pod when Sweat mm-hmm. read the quote, you even said, gosh, it's X-Men, because mm-hmm. he is really specific with his words, right? He, yeah. Mm-hmm. He says, um, but we'll... There will be a little. We will be a little more direct about that in the coming months to set a plan so audiences who want to see the bigger picture can see a tiny, mm-hmm. tiny, tiny. He literally yeah. emphasized that yeah. word. Yeah. yeah. What's tinier than an X gene? Ant Man. Ant Man. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. that that, that yeah, third that tiny bad. led me to believe, like, okay, well, maybe they're going back to Ant Man, and Kang actually is the is the or big bad, it's right. the X gene. Yeah, you're or, right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or DNA, Kevin, DNA yes. itself. Yes, Kevin. Like, Kevin Feige's just screwing with yeah. all of us. He was so intentional. No, lie to me, Feige. Yeah. Lie to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no. He is very intentional. Like Ooh. when he speaks, like outside of any interview or whatever. Right. Yeah. Like he is very strategic with the words that he uses. Like he's he's the anti Tom Holland. Like he, <laughs> he is so careful. Well, right. I mean, he and understands so, yeah. as well. Like he, he just just as every word in. Um, every word in a Marvel movie is now scrutinized and, yeah, you know, right, what right. it could potentially mean. Yeah. Feige knows yeah. everything that he says that right. is on the record yeah. is fair game to be broken down, interpreted however somebody wants to hear it. And that's a very, you know, daunting task when you are in that role. But that's true. he has done a very good job I of mean, role running Anything that, that Hatman says is, like dissected under a microscope like right. there's no doubt about it like we're here here we are we're literally like a uh non-scheduled podcast like because of taking it as gospel yeah yeah, ta- yeah literally, <laughs> literally taking it as the marvel gospel, yeah. gospel. No, no, we're dissecting right. the okay three tinies what does that mean yeah, exactly. yeah. well the three tinies <laughs> could mean ant-man and it is yeah. kang or yeah. the three tinies could be like hey the X, it's the x gene it's, it's, it's literally gonna be a word there's like one word mutation. Yeah. Like, X-gene, bro. Well, yeah. and, and and the whole like Mm-hmm. In the coming months, we've gotten, you know, of course, that particular episode of Miss Marvel to mm-hmm. end that. Yeah. We've already mentioned we've been talking about uh, Comic-Con that's coming mm-hmm. up. Comic-Con. So She-Hulk is coming. Yeah. She-Hulk yep. is coming. So there could be some some things that are coming up that are going to totally undo all of our speculation. That right. We've, exactly. Know, With Comic-Con on the rise. Yeah. Like, Next this week. Is, this is all, like, pre-Comic-Con. Yeah. So Comic-Con yeah. come on and, like, completely, like, shat on all of us. Like, it's, like, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's We're going to be, yeah, we... <laughs> we're gonna come back to some ridiculous. Yeah, come back know? to the table with our tail between our legs. Yeah, like, all right, guys, we're, we're, <laughs> we we're ridiculous. Wrong. That's that's why we are Sorry. dropping this podcast before Comic Con. Yeah, right, we will have a Comic Con review, but let's go ahead and get some bold predictions. Not for Comic Con. Yeah, but I want everyone's bold prediction on if you had to put your money on where we're going next mm-hmm. in terms of the saga. Now you interpret that how you will. Is the saga? about one main villain or is it about multiple stories or is it Kang? Is it the X-Men? Is that something completely different? Like, is it the multiverse stuff? Like however, however you interpret it, Mm. I want everyone's hot take on what Feige might mean by this next saga. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I, I really do believe it is Kang, but I think that from the Kang that we know in the comics, uh, and his motives, I think they're going to be, different in the MCU as far as they might have something to do with trying to avoid the creation of the mutants slash inhumans slash like he's going to, whatever Kang's purpose is, it's to prevent the mutation, prevent the inhumans. I think that's a possibility. 
Um, and it's all kind of like leads and blends together. And I think like Fantastic Four is, is included in that as well. Um, mm. So I don't know. I, I, I think it, it Kang is the end all be all as far as like an individual who we're going to face. But I feel like the storyline of the mutants slash in humans and like the fact that they're different and they're going to be persecuted and they're going to be um, just kind of like belittled as far as the fact that they're different. I think that's going to lead kind of to building the emotion to get to the bigger villain. Mm. I mean, yeah, that's some, no. some really interesting stuff there. I, I was, I was going to drop, you know, something ridiculous. Like I was going to say, well, there's three tinies. So we have the tiny X gene. We have tiny quantum mania and a third tiny that we have yet to be introduced to. And it's going to be possible. a, like almost like a trident, like a threefold. <laughs> Um, so, what's the third tiny? Like I said, I don't know what the third tiny is, but it'll be <laughs> mm. a third tiny that we have yet to be introduced mm. in any way yet. Okay. Interesting. Sweat? You know, I'm, I'm actually going uh, the opposite of tiny. I think uh, we, there's been so many clues to the bigger characters, so the bigger kind of um, extra universal. <laughs> I don't know how to, the best way to say it, but there's been so many nods to you know characters like the Living Tribunal, to Lady Death. I'm thinking specifically here at the end of Thor, we got to see the the gateway to eternity. Obviously, we saw the yeah. character of eternity. But within that chamber, uh, obviously, we've already seen a Watcher. Um, I'm thinking that there's going to be, obviously, the Kang storyline is going to end up kind of still kind of extenuating the multiversal issues right. that are going to end up being presented to something like the Living Tribunal. Um, as like well, he's got to weigh yeah. the entire multiverse and set it aright, um, or there's going to be something that has to like correct all of the 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 ongoing madness that's kind of yeah. been unfolding. Well, since. King kind of creates himself to be a figure like the Living Tribunal, like right? With the fact that his manipulation over the multiverse, like the mm -hmm. fact that he has literal control over multiple universes like yeah. he kind of builds himself up to be a being slash character of the living tribunal of that and stature. the watcher yeah. yeah he gets himself to that stature so it could be something along those lines yeah. but I like he's gonna I be held in saying. check yeah by, yeah some of those yeah. other things but um i don't i'm wondering if we get some other kind of um, larger threat beyond, um, you know, something like Galactus, something like hmm. um, that that's kind of on hmm. that scale. Because I, I do feel like things have been kind of, you know, tied to some of these other, other things. And then perhaps at the end of this particular run, we end up with a universe that's kind of settled in and maybe then we explore the X-Men. Maybe then hmm. we explore some of these other things. I'm yeah, gonna... and I, I would have always thought, again, I, I think I said this on... The last pod, but like if I was Feige, and I'm, I mean, I wish I was. <laughs> I mean, why, right? right? Let me just be so in the many, room. So many awesome. Let me hat. just be yeah. a scribe. <laughs> maybe, maybe you could be like. Um, I'll just get your coffee. That's it. That's fine. Yeah. Maybe you could be like Kamala Khan and just switch places. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, sure. Just, just, just for a little bit. Um, but I probably, I just wouldn't have been in a big hurry to mention mutants. You know, they just bought, mm. they just bought Fox. Yeah. So you got to yeah. incorporate, yeah. you know, Deadpool at some point, who is a mutant. And then you got to bring in the Fantastic Four, but I'm just thinking in terms of the the whole, um, like the, the like the greater story of X Men, X Gene, the um, you know yeah. being kicked out of society and everything. And well, uh, 
I just feel like I, I wouldn't have mind waiting for a long time. Well, that, that's why I'm, I'm kind of nervous. Like, I, I think that there's going to be some of these bigger stories and there's going to be some of these other stories that we want them to fully express and fully explore that they're just not. That they're going to be kind of undertones or they're yeah. going to be introduced in a way that we're like, that's all that we're getting? With- let, me, let me give you a good example of that. Yeah. And here's where I think we're going in some extent. The Thunderbolts is a good mm-hmm. example of that, yeah. where I right. think that is a, a, a big story and it's going to be important but yeah. it's going to be so much in the shadow. And yeah. that's that's not necessarily a bad thing. Sure. Because sure. I think the nature of the Thunderbolts, I'd like it to be in the shadows and kind of like spy stuff and, you know, in, in the background. Right. Uh, kind of like Hydra, Hail Hydra. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> um, but I'm going to make a call that either, <laughs> this is like the safe man's bet. All right. It's going to be either Kang or the X-Men. Okay. Like it's going to be either one of them. And here's what I mean. Whether it's Kang who takes the back seat and is in the background and then in eight years is the big threat, mm. or it's the X-Men and the mutations and the X-Gene and all of that that is for the next, I, mean, I just say eight years as an arbitrary number. It doesn't have to be eight years, but you know, right. eight years from now, there's a big mm-hmm. X-Men feud with- you know The Avengers or what plus the right, Avengers. Right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. I, think, I don't think they can do both of them at once. So I think the next mm-hmm. saga, I, in my, if, I, if, you had to, if I had to put my money on it, I would say they're going to go all in on Kang. They're going to go all in on Secret Wars with yeah. Kang. Right. And then as a, you know, in the background, and, and, and you can kind of do it subtly, like Kamala's maybe the first mutant. And maybe, you know, I think in the last pod we were talking about maybe it's something that activates the X gene because it mm-hmm. seemed like the Bengal did that for Kamala. So maybe every other mutant... It's not like mm-hmm. we used to think that it was the snap. I don't think it's the snap because if it was the snap, I think not anymore. A, yeah, there'd be a lot more mutants yeah. if it was yeah. the snap. Correct. Yeah. Okay, so which there still could be, but I don't. I don't think it's I know, the but case. It, I know, but in the comics, like a lot of mutants, like right when that you would, there would be like crazy things happening all over the world. Right. right. Let me let me just finish yeah. real quick. Yeah. So I think my bet is uh, Kang will be the next big bad. Secret Wars will be the next mm-hmm. big Avengers level threat. Okay. Yeah. And that the X Men, although they mentioned the mutation line, I think it's just going to be a very slow burn, even mm. closer to a decade. Okay. Before I- we get a full fledged like Magneto is feuding mm. with the other X Men. You know what okay. I'm saying? Like I, before we get any of that. I think I think I have a clear picture. Okay. This is this is here's my thoughts. All right. I feel like Kang is going to be the catalyst that launches. He's going to cause the event that launches the mutants. And he's going to, there you go, he's going to drop it. Okay. Whatever the event is, launch the mutants, and then the mutants are going to take their run on whatever, however many movies, series, or whatever it takes to tell that story. And then it's, they're going to hand it back over to Kang because he was the one that started it all. They're not going to finish with Kang there. Kang's going to launch the mutants, and then he's going to kind of take a, leap back and like sit back and we're going to, we're going to deal with these mutant storyline. And then Kang's going to come back into the picture and be like, I'm actually the big bad and I caused the mutants and here I am. And this is, this is, this is all happening because of me. Okay. I can see it. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm really sad that we're, we're getting, you know, this particular, I mean, I know they're going to have to introduce it somehow, but I'm wondering, okay, what is this going to mean for our, our favorite mutant characters like Wolverine. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, are, are we going to get some kind of relaunched, re, mm-hmm. you know, kind of configured yes. origin for, for Wolverine? I think so. Know? 
Um, you know, and, and or do they not even touch him? Or and they like yeah. deal dive into other be, characters that deserve potentially? Yeah. Oh yeah. There, I mean, there's no X Men has so <laughs> yeah, 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 0% yeah. chance fi- financially I'll put my like, savings yeah. on that, bro. <laughs> yeah. No chance they're not gonna utilize Wolverine. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe in the, the Deadpool 3 movie, there's a scene where Kevin Feige goes up to Wolverine. <laughs> he's like, Would you like to be in the MCU? And he's like, Tells him to F off. So like, you Kevin Feige is not a character in the Deadpool 3 movie, then this it is all for <laughs> yeah, now. It is so all for not. Funny. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm gonna call Ryan after this uh, <laughs> and, and pitch it. But yes. yeah, I mean, like the, the thing with the X Men is like they've barely scratched the surface with how many characters they have. They it Correct, is an yeah. enormous catalog that I don't think most people understand just how big Vast, it really yeah. is. Correct. Yeah, they need justice for a rogue. But it's like, is Charles gonna be a teenager <laughs> now? Is he gonna be like a kid? I know. That's. Be... I know. Well, see, like, I feel like if they take the characters of of Xavier and Magneto, like it's gotta be the first class ones because, like, first off, Fazbender, Michael Fazbender is is literally doing nothing right now. Like he is in nothing, right? So why not just reprise your role as Magneto and cash that check, right? Like he yeah. did such a great job. But is, is he just living a normal life right now? And then all of a sudden something's going to happen. He's going to be like, "Ooh, I can move metal now." Like what? I, I mean, I know that that's makes the trick. Maybe, I know, maybe. I know. I'm with you. Or they do the whole like which Don't I believe T roll mentioned. I, I believe you mentioned on the previous pod like they just pick and pull from other universes. Like Shimato or somebody yeah. mentioned it. Well, the, th- the problem with, like, mm. like the Magneto <laughs> villain is he has to be so tortured. They have to give him a good tortured background. Right. Ah, well, yeah. that, see, what well, the good thing with the, well, the, good thing with the multiverse is they could be like, oh, he already had that in these other movies, but now he's here. Yeah, but, but again, I'm just not uh, cashing but, in on the multiverse. But Marvel, his- Marvel has shown that, like, they're willing, like, for example, Spider-Man Homecoming, they literally, like, just dropped us in with Spider-Man. They didn't bother killing Uncle Ben again. They didn't bother, like, explaining... The whole origin, like they just threw threw us into the storyline. So, like, why not just throw us into the X Men storyline again with Magneto and I mean, and uh, Professor X? I like, could see maybe his family not? getting snapped and then come hit them coming back and him having to live those five years without them and then getting his powers afterwards and feeling like the Avengers let him down. Yeah, and, and now he has like, something to. And now to he has something prove. where he can yeah. level the play f- playing field. You know, against them if you wanted to. Mm. That I mean, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Mm. Kind of, yeah. Just absolutely. an angry Magneto makes me happy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, we should probably wrap it up. And it, but yeah. if you got something you got to say, say it now or forever. Oh. Hold your peace. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, I mean, it all. anything we say now, I know we can like just go for hours. Like it, yeah. It, it means nothing because, like, literally next week, like Comic Con will come out, and yeah. we're gonna be like, uh. Hey. What I said before is meaningless. I'm hoping. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that in among this, like all the frustrations and the things that we're like, ah, I hope they don't do the like. I, I still at this point, I think, have a little glimmer of hope that that Marvel knows best, Feige knows best, mm-hmm. and they're gonna blow us away. Like I, I think they still have the potential. Yeah, to do they that. have that. They have that ability. Um, I mean, it's Marvel, right? Like. They're not, unfortunately, like DC, where you're uncertain of the continuity. You're uncertain of the uh, the story that's being told as a whole. Like Marvel has established themselves as a, as an entity that can execute the plan. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Let me just just for context, as we go into Comic Con, some of these things could be adjusted. Some of them, maybe they fill in some holes that we don't really know about. Um, next up for Marvel. 
technically is the I Am Groot miniseries or whatever <laughs> it is, special. Uh, yeah. That's on August 10th. And then... We have to talk about that. We, we Yeah, anyways. Yeah. Uh, She-Hulk comes mm-hmm. out on August 17th. Black Panther Wakanda Forever, <laughs> believe it or not, comes out in November. Yeah, that's a huge jump. That's right four there. months away, and we haven't gotten a trailer. Yeah. Mm. So I do anticipate we'll get one at Comic-Con. So tune in next week for a full trailer breakdown. <laughs> I mean, it has to be, Black right? Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I would imagine they will. <laughs> All right, and then... The Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special is labeled as late 2022. So December. Probably Christmas time, yeah. Yeah. And then the big one, I think. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, Mm -hmm. February 17th. Guys, that is, Mm -hmm. bad with math, seven months away? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's seven months away. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, roughly, yeah. We are seven months away from that. And then Guardians, volume three is May 5th. Uh, the Marvels comes out July 28th of 2023. Echo comes out in 2023. Mm. The uh, X-Men 97 comes out in 2023. Um, I feel like that's sooner, but yeah, I guess you're Secret right. Secret Invasion doesn't have a date yet, but I imagine it's 2023. Mm. Um, Agatha sometime in 2023. Armor Wars. Uh, actually, not all of these are for sure 2023, I should say, but... This feels like so much stuff. <laughs> there is. And don't forget Loki season two. Um, Ooh, I saw yeah. some behind the scenes footage today. Yeah. Is it the, the arches? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw that too. It's <laughs> so cool. Um, and then there's Blade, there's Fantastic Four. Yeah. There's all these things that are still yet to happen. Uh, they announced but, Wonder Man, like that kind of yes, stuff going on. Yeah. But I will say, I think at Comic Con, I'm gonna I'm gonna say we're gonna get a Black Panther trailer. I think we need it. It's gonna happen. We yeah. Might, yeah. Here's it's my, just here, too close for it to not. Here's my here's my thing though. We might even get a Quantum Mania teaser. We're only seven months away from Quantum Mania. I mean, rule of thumb is six months out. You're gonna right. get you're gonna get mm, something, right? right? Yeah. And so, so be on the lookout. They did do the same yeah. thing with Thor. Yeah. Well, Thor. True. They waited in, like it was only like it was less three months. less than yeah three months. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. And there it was. So I don't know. We're we're gonna get something. We're gonna get something yeah. big. And and I think they're gonna fill in the gaps yeah. for when some of these series are gonna come out. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, the dates on those. So like tune in next week. We're gonna break down all of the re- yes. re- release stuff from from Comic Con. So. Buckle up. Buckle up. All right. Listen. Uh, we gotta cut this short, <laughs> even though it's been long. Uh, big shout out to all of our listeners. We, we love you guys so much. And again, there's just so much happening. Um, we've only been talking about Marvel. All, all, all night, you know, Miss Marvel and now this. When we talk about Comic-Con next week, there's going to be other things outside of Marvel to talk about too. So um, be on the lookout. Share this podcast with your friends who watch Marvel, who watch DC, who watch other things like next week when we were going to do a review of the Gray Man movie that is coming out on Netflix. So Russo Brothers. The Russo Brothers. to Marvel. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, conveniently. Uh yeah, we're going to do a review of that, so be on the lookout for that and come on back. So, with all of that in mind, for my good friends, Sandy, Shimato, and T-Sweat, this is T-Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. Peasants.